Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Cuckoo with Coco. This is episode 53. If you can't tell, it's a little echoey in here, but that's fine. Um, I am home, just relaxing. If you hear any pitter-patter in the background, that would be little homeboy Frank over here. (laughs) So we're on episode 53, and it is Christmas Eve Eve. I have laundry going also, by the way, so if you hear noise, it's because of that also. But, you know, it is what it is. Life is life. And, um, (laughs) so it's Christmas Eve Eve, and it's Christmas week. Um, Surprisingly enough, you know, even though I had trepidations about it, I picked up and left New York. So now here we are in Florida, just hanging out, um, job hunting like crazy still. Hasn't stopped. And uh, just been, you know, taking stock of life and everything. But I don't want to make this a really serious episode. And it might be a short one because with everything that's been going on with the hustle and bustle of moving and everything, um, I have been trying to, I haven't been able to get to my notes. And I was trying to do it when I stopped in North Carolina on Saturday. But I was just so tired because I'd driven like, I think I drove nine hours Saturday. And then the remaining seven and a half, eight on Sunday. And uh, so that's what's been going on. I've just been traveling with all my shit or everything I could take with me and bolted out of there. Um, I, <laughs> I left. I had to let my boss know that I left because since I was so hesitant about leaving, I rescinded my resignation. And then I had to like re-resign again <laughs> Sunday night when I finally got here. Which is stupid, but you know, sometimes when you have doubts about things, it's for the silliest reasons. Uh, Fear is usually what holds people back. And it's not that I've been afraid for a good part of my life. I've just always played it safe. I've never been the person that just gets up and goes and does something or goes for what they want. I'm always, I've always been that laid back person that just lets people choose for them. So it's a big surprise to myself still. And we're on like, what, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're like on day four of me not being in New York. And it's crazy. Um, it's I'm still in shock. Most of my friends are happy for me. Some of them are like, damn, you left without saying bye. And some people are just straight bitter. Uh, I really don't want to bash anybody on here anymore. I'm tired of that. It really doesn't do anything for me or benefit me. So um Yeah, so that's what's going on. So I'm in Florida now, and now I have to get all this paperwork and stuff together so that I can get a Florida license and get my car registered here and such. And I'm sure with holidays and shit, it's not going to go quickly. So I have to look up all that information. I haven't. I've been so busy maintaining the household, whatever. (laughs) 
um, working on some stuff on myself because I've been so stressed out. I've been trying to relax and I just cold turkey quit my antidepressants. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm sure I was probably on them because of the situation in New York and the state of things and how COVID's running rampant and, you know, how stressed out I am about things that are out of my control, really. So I have stopped taking that. So hopefully there's no crazy side effect to that besides the lady saying that. So my doctor prescribed it and she said that it would be like um, it also like all the other antidepressants besides the one I was on. um, They they make you gain weight. And the one I was on makes you not gain weight or lose weight or something. I honestly don't see a difference. I saw a picture of myself the other day and I was like, ugh, which I know I shouldn't do. But sometimes that's how you, you know, you think you look good in certain things. And then someone takes a picture of you from a weird angle and you're like, oh my God, I look swollen. (laughs) So um, that's that. So past two days I've been working out like a maniac, hopefully like trying to tone it down a little bit. It's not going to happen in two days, obviously, but, but anyway, so it's the week of my mom's birthday and Christmas Eve is coming up. Christmas Eve is tomorrow. So today is Christmas Eve Eve. And I only remember that because, you know, Phoebe said that in friends. And if you haven't watched friends, I don't know what kind of human being you are. Um, but that show is great. So that's, uh, what's been going on really. And, um, so basically traveling, um, that's what I wanted to talk about too, is like, you know, uh, Christmas is, Christmas is always the time that brings the good and the bad out of people. And I know people say that and it sounds very cliche, but it's very true. Um, you see the worst come out in people when they buy gifts for people and they're not reciprocated or, the gift you get isn't the same as how you, how you gifted them. Like the present you give them isn't the same value as what they give you. And you feel like weird about it. I don't know why people get like that, but you know, some people are into more material things. I honestly couldn't care less this year because I gave myself the best present I could, which is being close to my family. Um, so I haven't really been worried about much else besides, you know, paying bills and shit. I do have money in my savings, so I should be good for at least a month. Um, so that being said, I wanted to tell you how this surprise went. Cause my mom had no idea I was coming because the last I spoke to her, I said, you know, I don't know if I'm going to come yet. Maybe I'll wait till the end of the year because the plan was they were supposed to come up like this time right now, the 23rd, they were supposed to have been in New York and they didn't come because New York is probably back on lockdown with no restaurants or anything. And, uh, that's, that's what's happening there. So my mom said she didn't want to do takeout for her birthday, Christmas, or Will and Grace's birthday, which makes sense. So that's what uh, that's what she decided. They decided to not come to New York, which is fine. So then I was like, fuck it. Might as well just go. So I, like I said, so sneakily enough, I left New York and I texted my sister when I was in North Carolina and I was like, listen, shut up. I'm in North Carolina I need you to be my detective. I'm on my way to Florida. You have to tell me what's going on so I can surprise mom. Because mom doesn't know I'm coming. So she goes, oh my God, I'm in. Like, it was so quick. She's the best. That's Abigail is the one I told, not Addison. Because Addison don't go and run her mouth. So Addison is just like her dad. Her dad is terrible at keeping secrets. And so is she. So... (laughs) So I told Abigail. Abigail and I were texting for like Saturday and Sunday... I told her when I got here finally, 
And I was like, all right, cool. Find out the details for the dinner. Find out where it is, what time it is, and I will meet you guys there. She told me Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. So now what I did is I Googled which one is closest to Riverview, and there's one in Tampa. So I immediately called in the morning, but it was closed. So then I called around like 2, like 12.30 maybe, and they were finally open. Also, the times on their on that page for Yelp is wrong. They're not op- they don't open at 4.30. Stupids. Anyway, so... I called there. It was closed the first time I called. The second time I called, the gentleman answered. And I was like, listen, I said, is, I didn't even say listen, because that's rude. So I was like, hey, um, is there a Christopher Martin party, like a reservation there tonight? And he was like, uh, he said, hold on a second. And he put me on hold. And it was such a like, you know, when you have one of those moments where you're like, oh, shit, it's probably not there. And then you have to figure out your backup plan. (laughs) <laughs> so, of course, the guy gets back on the phone and he said, I'm sorry. You said, what was the name of the, of the reservation? I said, it's under Christopher Martin. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's for six o'clock this evening. And I was like, boom, I'm in gangbusters. So I started getting ready really late, by the way. I started getting ready around two o'clock. The reservation was at six and I'm like two hours away from my mom. So I should have really left probably like three thirty to get there early enough. But it worked out perfectly in the end. I got stuck in maybe a little bit of traffic. But what's funny is I started getting ready around 2 o'clock. And my mom called me. And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) So she calls me. And I'm like, hey, mom, what's going up? What's going on? What's going up? Like I was trying to say what's going on and what's up in the same sentence. (laughs) So so I said to her, I was like, hey, so what's going on? Um, She goes, nothing. I just got your presents. And I was like, oh, do you like the cheesecake? And she goes, I didn't open it yet. So I'm like, oh, great. So you just let me ruin your birthday present. Like, why don't I just ruin the end of a movie for you? Like, I feel like my grandmother, my grandmother does that shit. She'll watch a show. This is what's funny about my grandmother. She started watching Grey's Anatomy like six seasons in. I'm like, how do people do that? How do you not start from the beginning of anything? Because that shit drives me nuts. I need to start from the beginning so I know all these origin stories. I don't know that I could, you know, just start from, like, a different episode. Unless it's a show where there's no chronological order to anything. Like, American Horror Story, you don't need to watch from the beginning. Although they do tell you that there's certain timelines, like there's certain events that go in a certain order, like parallel universe-wise. So that would be the only only show you can really watch without needing to watch it from the beginning. Um, so that's so that's that kind of that's kind of shit is what I'm talking about with my grandmother. Like she'll just go and she'll watch an episode. Me, I like to wait. Some people like to watch them live. I like to wait because I don't care about commercials. I care about having to wait another week to watch another episode. So I'll let a couple pile up and watch them, and then. I will, uh, excuse me, my throat's so dry. I will watch them all together and I'll be all caught up at the same time. The people try and ruin it on Facebook. (sighs) I've ruined it for myself on Facebook. Like, I don't even care. (laughs) Like, that's what it is. Like, I wouldn't even care if someone ruined it for me because I always ruin it for myself. So it's not really a concern. So... So back to my mom's Christmas, my Christmas gift, my my mother's birthday gift. Fucking shit. So my mom, she, uh, (laughs) what was that? 
She, um, something fell. I heard a noise. Um, so my mom, I, I said to her, I was like, oh, you like the cheesecake? And she was like, I didn't even open it yet. So I'm like, oh, okay. So she opens it finally. And it's like six little mini cheesecakes with, um, can not candies, with fruit, like chocolate co- covered fruit on top. Can't speak now all of a sudden. Um, so that's what I got her. And not even that, but let's, let's go back because my mom, my grandmother spoke to my mother on the phone and apparently while she was on the phone with my grandmother, the doorbell rang and it was the present I was giving her. It was the birthday present. So of course my mom goes on the phone with my grandmother. She's like, Oh, it's an edible arrangement. You know, my grandmother says, she goes, Oh, Corey probably got that for you. Oh my God. (laughs) My grandmother is nuts. She goes, Oh, Corey probably got that for you because I get edible arrangements because they're fucking delicious. And, you know, I know she won't hate it if I got it for her. Just like I know my grandmother would eat the damn caramel corn I got her with her fucking edible arrangement. Like, who cares? What kind of what kind of shit is that to say? Oh, Corey probably got that. Like, no shit. Sometimes a staple is a staple for a reason. But um, I do have to get my mom a Christmas gift. And now I realized I fucked myself out of that one. So I might have to go. Oh, my God. I should have went today. I was out today. I have to think of something to get her. Anyway, so bad daughter. Um, so that, God, now I'm stuck on that. So of course she opens it. She loves it. It had a balloon and a card with it. And of course she, you know, she goes, my mom opens the card with my grandmother on the phone and she goes, Oh my God. Yeah, it is from Corey. So that's when my mother hung up the phone with my grandmother and called me, I guess. Yeah, I had to have been after she spoke to my grandmother because my grandmother said that crazy shit. So, um, I'm so distracted today and I'm really, really tired and I don't know why. Uh, so she, she opened it, she loved it and whatever. And she was asking me what I was doing. Meanwhile, I'm trying to get ready to go to dinner to surprise her. And I can't say what I'm doing because then the jig is up. So she goes, uh, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing, just, uh, you know. Eating lunch. She goes, oh, you're having lunch? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she threw that out there. And I was like, yes. So she's like, oh, so you must be on lunch. I'm like, yes, I am. And she goes, why is it so quiet? It doesn't sound like you're at your desk. And I'm like, oh, sometimes I sit in my car. Because when the phone rings um, and I'm sitting at my lunch, sitting at my desk for lunch, she, like the phone will ring and I'll have to answer it. And then I feel bad if I don't because, you know, it's, sometimes it's a, a CNA that needs help with catching up with paperwork and stuff. And I have to help them. And uh, she goes... She says to me, uh, oh, okay, no problem. She goes, I just wanted to let you know that I got my gift and I love it and I will eat these later. So I was like, cool, cool, all right, I love you. And I was like, what's the plans for tonight? And she was like, oh, I think we're going out to dinner. It's probably Ruth's Chris. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Sounds like, sounds good, sounds yummy. And she was like, yeah. She was like, um, all right, well, I'll talk to you later. I just wanted to let you know that I got your um, your gift to me for my birthday. And I was like, yeah, no problem. I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it because I know my mom likes cheesecake. Who doesn't? Uh, if you don't like cheesecake, man, like there's so many things like I say and I realize, you know, there's people out here who really don't eat that shit. And I'm like, how is that possible? But when I was younger, I didn't like cheesecake either. So I didn't have it force fed to me either. I tried it one day on a whim and just decided that this was my new jam. <laughs> That and brownies, like cheesecake brownies. Ooh, good. How do you put cheesecake in the middle of a brownie, bro? Ugh. Ugh. Delicious. Anyway, so 
she, my mom having, after having called me, I just, I texted Abigail and I was like, dude, she just called me asking me what I was doing, da da da. And I was getting ready to go see her, but go, the, we're still good. Like she still doesn't know. So my sister goes, wow, that's really funny. So of course I'm texting my sister. Well, not texting and driving, but I texted my sister to let her know my ETA and I was sharing my location and stuff with her. So she knew where I was and they were driving at the same time I was for some reason. I don't know why it took them so long to get to fucking Ruth's Chris, but whatever. Took me like an hour and 45 minutes. So I get there like 10 minutes after them. I walk over to the chicks at the hostess station and I'm like, Hey, so I'm just wondering if the Christopher Martin party has checked in yet. And she goes, um, if they've sat yet, I should have said, but I said checked in like an idiot. Cause I think it's like a reservation. So I'm thinking hotel lingo lingo. So, um, they're like, yeah, they're here. And I said, listen, it's my mom's birthday. And I said, and I'm trying to surprise her. She does not even know that I'm in Florida right now. She still thinks I'm in New York. I was like, can you just show me where they're sitting? So the chick was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like they were so excited to be in on a secret, like calm down. So they were so excited to be in on a secret that they fucking happily giddily giggly helped me, walked me over to the table. So, of course, I'm walking to the table and I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be so good because <laughs> my sister had to stop texting me because she got to the restaurant. So it's like, shit. So uh, I walk up to the table really slowly and my sister's looking at me, like staring at me. And my mom's like, what are you even looking at? Like she looks at my sister like, what are you staring at? And my sister, uh, she, my mom sees me around the corner. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> It was the greatest surprise ever. She was like, oh, my God. Like, they, like her and my stepdad, her and Chris, were just like, what? Like, their jaws were on the floor. Like, they just looked at each other because they didn't even know. Nobody knew except Abigail. Not even Addison. Not even Will. Nobody knew. And my sister was like, um, I think my sister had said something to her earlier. And uh, she was, she's such an idiot because my sister, she can keep a secret really well. But she doesn't need to tell everybody that she can keep a secret really well, you know? Like, you know, don't don't tell people you're a good liar or anything because not a good look. <laughs> like, I was laughing because she was telling my mom. She goes, ooh, I was the only one that knew, and I kept the secret the best, and that, that, that. And I was like, shh, bro, stop. Stop. It's already done. Like, keep that to yourself because if I ever need to use you again, now this lady is going to keep asking you questions. And then, of course... Chris goes, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, because you'd fold like a lawn chair. Like, <laughs> like this guy's crazy. Because he couldn't even keep the secret last year. Like last year around this time, I told him it was just, it was between he and I. And I was, uh, I was flying in. It, I, it wasn't a drive. It wasn't me moving. It was, I flew in. And of course, this guy, the day of, the day of picking me up from the airport, he told my mom. I was like, this guy, <laughs> like, of course she asks him where he's going. And like I said, he folded like a lawn chair. He goes, oh, like, I think he tried to tell her that he had an errand to run or something, or he was going to meet up with the guys or something. And like, first of all, make it a believable lie. Say you have an errand to run and it has to do with a Christmas gift or something and just fucking go. You don't have to do anything else. You don't have to say anything else. This guy's the worst. So, of course, he, like, broke down and was like, I'm going to get Corey from the airport. Are you happy now? Like, <laughs> and it was her birthday. It was the day of her birthday I flew in. 
I was like, this guy's so fucking annoying. Because my mom kept like asking me if I was coming last year. And I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I don't call her dude. But like, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to make it this year, but I'm going to try. And she was like, well, let me know if you need like money for a ticket or anything. And Chris was the one who paid for my ticket and everything. So that's how I got there. But it was just so funny. Like, I was cracking up. I was cracking up because he folded. And then he goes, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, because you would have told mom. You wouldn't know how to keep the secret. If mom looked at you and asked you, what's wrong with you? You would have blurted it out. I don't need that. And I didn't even tell anybody until I was like halfway there. I was in North Carolina when I told Abigail. And if I didn't need details for dinner and whatever, I, would, I wouldn't have asked her. If I already knew what the plan was, I would not have asked her. I would have just popped up on everybody like, hey, yo, what's up? <laughs> and he was like, I would have kept a secret. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't have. Neither you or Addison are capable of holding in secrets. Like even Addison, apparently Addison told my mother where her birthday present was like, cause my stepdad was hiding it. Like Chris was hiding it in her room in Addison's bedroom. I'm like, worst people ever. (laughs) I'm like, this is ridiculous. So, um, so it was the best surprise ever. They were both in disbelief. Like everybody couldn't even believe I was there except Abigail cause she knew. And it was, it was good. It worked out really well. It was like my best planned surprise ever. I don't think I can top that one. Unless like an unplanned pregnancy happens, which, you know, not looking for that to happen at all. <laughs> hmm. I'm actually feeling good today. I, today was my, today's my first day without my antidepressant and I actually have gotten a lot done. I don't want to stay in bed usually. Um, usually, uh, lately or the past few weeks when I was in New York, I kind of just didn't want to get out of bed. And I would go back to sleep actually. Like my alarm would go off at 6.30 and I would lay in bed another 10 minutes pondering life. (laughs) Which you really shouldn't do at that age at 31. Like what the fuck am I doing with my life? I feel like at 31 you should kind of know a direction maybe. Who knows? I really shouldn't play the comparison game. Everybody hates when I do that because they feel like it's some self-hate kind of shit. And it's not even like that at all. It's not self-hate at all. It's just you know, I'm trying to figure out where I fit in this life and what my niche is going to be and what I'm going to do with myself, which is a lot to process. And now I have too much time to process it. And that's freaking me out too. I'm sure I'll get a job. Not a big deal. I have very good credentials, but we'll see. Um, so I've also discovered that while traveling down here, people are the fucking worst. I've actually realized that people who drive a short distance are a lot worse than people who drive a long distance. Like, in Middletown, there's the main road there that kind of has all the shops and shit on it. Well, there's two. There's Dolson Avenue, which has like the ghetto side of everything. And then there's 211 that has the mall, Wendy's. They have diners galore. Target's over at the mall. Like they got Walmart. Everything is on that one, on that one route, 211. So you could be going five miles per hour and there will be like bumper to bumper traffic and you'll get nowhere. And I don't know why people make it seem like it's so difficult to drive a short distance because everything is within five minutes on 211. And it just takes you like 30 because everybody acts like an idiot around the holidays and everybody has to be out shopping and shit. So not, not my happiest moments. Um, also driving long distances I've realized is a lot easier than I thought it would be. Um, most of it is because the speed limit is like 70 <laughs> and I was booking it. People, my mom couldn't even believe how fast I made it. And I'm like, well, first of all, it's just me. I don't have to stop for anybody else. I don't have to stop for fucking 
dogs to be walked, for kids to go to the bathroom. I don't have to hear, are we there yet shit? I don't have to worry about anything but driving. And it was just a straight shot. And, you know, the more and more I got away from New York, the better I started to feel. So, uh, like I was saying, long distance was so much better. Um, long distance driving. I have to say it wasn't a hundred percent great, but it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And, um, I was very concerned of how it was going to go because I've never driven that far on my own before. I like the furthest I've driven with anyone in the car was to Maryland. And that was it. That was like five hours. This was 16, (laughs) 16 and a half. And I made it by myself. So at least now I know, you know, there, I can do things like that's, I can, I can get things done if I need to, but, um, let me close this out. Cause this is making my, um, I can get things done if I have to. And well, okay. And it was super exciting. I got here and I relaxed. My body was so stiff from sitting for that long. And I hadn't really stopped to eat really. Like I stopped on my first night, my first drive to eat dinner. And then I stopped again to go to sleep. (laughs) And my dinner was the only thing I ate, but I was so stressed out. I didn't even get to finish it. And then the next day, I think I stopped for breakfast in the morning. And then like I had a McGriddle and a hash brown. So Sunday morning, I had a McGriddle and a hash brown. Then I kept driving and I got to Georgia I stopped and I got gas and filled up, uh, put some air in my tires because it looked a little low. I didn't have anything lit up on the dashboard. I just had a little bit of a concern. So I filled it up a little bit. And then I got some gummy bears and water and kept it pushing. And then, of course, didn't know that there could be shitty ass gummy bears, but there is a bag somewhere in a gas station with shitty ass gummy bears. And I couldn't even believe it. I was so mad. I'm like, how does this even happen? How is this even a thing? Why is this in existence? Like, it couldn't have been worse. So, uh, I was chewing on those terrible shits and drinking water the whole way. So, I didn't really have any concerns or hunger pangs when I was driving. Even when I got to my destination, I wasn't even hungry for a couple hours. And then uh, I had dinner. And that was it. Then I slept. And then I woke up early and, you know, I've been trying to get, stay on a routine of getting up early because if I start sleeping all day, it's going to be like fucking sloth. (laughs) I don't want to do that. Um, so live here now. It was the biggest decision I've ever made in my life. I have to say, and I know I'm harping on that, but you know, I don't, like I said, I don't do these things. I'm one who plays it safe very much their entire life and just lets people make decisions for them. But I finally made a decision for me. And like I said, I'm still in shock. (laughs) I was talking to my cousin Jack when I stopped in North Carolina to sleep for the night. And he was saying that, you know, he goes, he goes, you up and left New York. He was like, how, how, how did this happen? And I was telling him how situations were and how bad I felt and just wanted to be close to my family. And, you know, uncle Alex had talked to me and we were talking about, it and he was like telling me to go be closer to my family, go be closer to my sisters and such. And it just felt like the right move at the time. So, uh, I decided to just take the leap and do it. And he was like, you know, 
he goes, how old are you again? I'm like 31. And he goes, you know, I would never, he goes, people at that age, he's like, you know, they don't really take risks anymore. And he goes, and you're at that age where you should be if you can. And he said, I have a lot of respect for people who can just, you know, make big changes in their life like that. He goes, I have a lot of respect for you because, you know, that's really brave to do. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. Like, <laughs> like I don't think the gravity of the situation has hit me yet. It's only been like four days. So I don't think I've really come to terms with the fact that I'm not on vacation and at some point I'm living this life, but this is it. And, you know, I'm trying to come to terms with that. And it's not easy to do because I'm still like, my adrenaline is still high pretty much, I think. Even though I'm trying to exercise the fuck out of it to get it to stop, but <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, but it's been good because, you know, I just realized, you know, he and I were talking on the phone and, you know, his wife, my aunt, well, no, my cousin, my other cousin, because he's my cousin, Jack. Um, his wife just got done with her last round of chemo this past Monday on my mom's birthday. And uh, he was he was like, you know, when things like that happen, because she has breast cancer. He said, when things like that happen, it's just, it's, it opens your eyes a little bit to things and, you know, it changes your perception of stuff and how life is really short and you have to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Otherwise it's never going to happen. So he said, um, that they're thinking about moving to Port St. Lucie at some point in 2021, because that's what they had chosen to do because he lives in Cali and they deal with like the forest fires and shit all the time. So he said that he, he doesn't really want to deal with that anymore. It's getting a little dangerous and they have to evacuate a lot. So he's decided that for half the year, he wants to live in Florida and the other half he wants to live in Cali. So like when it's not wildfire season, that's what he wants to do. So I was like, that's cool. That's a good look. Everybody's going to be in Florida now because my grandmother's down here. My great grandfather lives 10 minutes, 15 minutes from my mother. I think my grandmother lives two hours from where I'm at. My father's mother anyway. My mother's mother is still in Manhattan. My uncle Alex, my uncle Eric, my cousin EJ, like they're all still up there. Which is fine because they have their lives and careers set on being there. And, you know, like EJ is close to his dad, so he's still near his family. But I was the last one of my immediate family to move down, except my grandmother. I think my grandmother's going to stay up there. Who knows? But my aunt is actually down here, too. I forgot. My mom's sister. She's in uh, St. Cloud, I think. Not sure. I forget. So is my cousin, but we don't really speak. So they don't even know that I'm here either. Uh yeah, my uh, my father's mother lives in Miramar. I'm not exactly sure where, but oh, also my uncle Michael lives down here. I forgot, but I don't know where he lives in Florida either. We were talking though, and I'm gonna have to get together with him at some point because he helped me out too. Um, yeah, so I I just you know apparently this was the easier choice coming down here because I feel pretty good so far. I can't say I feel great. Once I get a job, I'm sure I'll feel better. Um, this car registration and license shit and everything is going to suck some cash out of me and I'm just going to have to make it work, obviously, but it's going to, it's going to be a struggle for a second until I figure everything out, but it's going to be fine. Um, but I haven't been unemployed in like 10 years. I was talking to Mindy about this earlier in discord and chat and she was like, you know, I haven't been unemployed in 21 years. And she's like, but you know, I've, there've been like shutdowns and layoffs and this and that. And she's like, but I've never actually, I haven't been without a job in 21 years. And I was like, Jesus shit. <laughs> and I'm complaining about 10. 
I did, however, file for unemployment. We'll see how that works, if it works. Um, but other than that, I think I'm just going to see what I can do for myself at this moment. Um, yeah. So like I said, the first things I got to do is my license and I have to do my registration and then pr- my proof of insurance has to change to, to Florida. And they said something like, you know, that, uh, you have to surrender your plates first to DMV before you can do proof of insurance, which is whatever. So that's fine. It'll all get done when it gets done. Um, but we'll see how the holidays go. I think it should be fine. There's so many plans, so many things going on. And, uh, of course. So I get to, so after we're talking at dinner and everything and I'm there and people are still in shock that I'm there. And you know, my stepdad is, well, stepdad, I got to stop saying that. Chris keeps saying, you know, come stay with us, come stay with us for the night. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to go home. I'm going to go take this drive. So, you know, I get my time to decompress from all of this because, you know, when I show up, it's Coco this and Coco this and Coco this and Coco, like every five seconds, someone is saying my name and I'm like, oh my God, enough. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going back to New York. Buy me a plane ticket. <laughs> But no, I get it. Everybody loved me and missed me and this and that. And, you know, I'm just glad to have my space from them and just been doing my thing. Just relaxing. Um, but I think I have too much quiet time and I've been doing little things around here to like keep myself busy because sitting around is not my strong suit. I mean, it may take me a little bit to get up in the morning. I'm not like an up and atom kind of person, but I also don't like to sit around and think about shit. And that's all I've been doing. Like right now I'm thinking about bills. (laughs) Like, you know, that's what anybody thinks about really. But you know, I have to, I have to be like, Hey, listen, I'm unemployed. Listen, like, (laughs) but I should be getting some kind of paycheck next week of whatever time I have left. And then, uh, whatever time I have left that they're going to pay out because they only pay out vacation time. And then I think it runs a week behind. So I'll at least get a week of pay. And, you know, if any of any of my family are listening to this, you know, money for Christmas. I don't want anything. <laughs> I don't want anything to open. I don't care. So. But, uh, yeah, so this is where I am now. And I was watching the news earlier. And Kelly and, um, Kelly and Ryan, like, uh. Today with Kelly and Ryan, I don't remember. And uh, it used to be like Regis and Kelly and uh, Regis and whatever else her name was. God, what was her name? Anyway, so it's the talk show with Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest. And they did some stupid ass commercial. Like, um, how do we stay so chipper in the morning and this and that? I'm like, first of all, it's not that fucking early. It's eight or nine. I think it's nine o'clock. Like... How do we stay so chipper in the morning, you ask? Well, it's because we sleep here. Like, oh, my God. First of all, don't lie to us. (laughs) We've been, you know, lied to enough by government officials. We don't need this shit, too. But, yeah, I was cracking up because that's what they said. And it was the stupidest, corniest thing ever. And they're like, night, night, Ryan. He goes, night, night, Kelly. And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up. (laughs) End this commercial now. But, you know, you watch the news and you see them keep keeping like six feet apart from each other. Like they're trying to do what's the best way to save money on groceries, guys. And they're like six feet from the other person. So they have to pan it wide. They need like a wide angle lens on these cameras. And I'm like, God, man, 
this is really necessary anymore. And then they even had a Hoda saying goodbye to some lady via Zoom. And the chick, I think, was going to work. Like, because it was like happy retirement or some shit. <clears throat> and I was like, how, how is this even happening right now? Like, who even cares? Like, not that it's, you know, good for her that she's retiring. Because who wants to be working during a pandemic, really? But, like, at the same time, this lady looks like she's trying to go do other things. Like, she looks like she is not trying to be part of any of this anymore and that she's happy she made it to the amount of time she made it to. But, um, good for her. I don't know how people in the city are going to do it with this lockdown again. Like, I'm, my grandmother is, my grandmother is still going through closing on her place in Brooklyn. Cause there's like a board of people, like their shareholder, board members, whatever, that have to review people's applications and do background checks and shit. And I don't know how, how it's been like two months now and they have not closed on their house yet. And with all the other bills my grandmother's accumulated, because I think I mentioned in a previous episode that they got into a car accident. <clears throat> so my, uh, my grandfather got into a car accident while they were, well, they were both in the car, but it was him driving and this woman hit him but the car was not registered under my grandfather yet. It was still under my uncle's insurance and, stu- and stuff. Like, so everything was still in my uncle's name. So there was a lot of back and forth drama between my grandmother and my uncle because my uncle claimed my grandmother was taking sides in the situation, which my grandmother's not really like that. But, you know, she doesn't like to be put in stressful situations either. So that was a big thing she was talking about with me. And, uh... Yeah, so, I mean, they're going through with a lot of bills and shit, and closing on the place would help, as far as I know. And, uh, ow, that hurt, sorry. Um, I, like, poked myself, I don't know how, but my ear's killing me, because I slept with earrings on that kind of, like, ruin, like, my ear gets infected, I don't know why, I don't know why, I've never had a problem with these earrings until recently. And, like, my earlobe is on fire. (laughs) I have a new PC. Very cool. Much, much faster than what I had in New York. I did bring that one, though. But probably going to sell that. So um, that'll be good. And um, it's just so much faster. It's beautiful. And I can finally, like, relax and play games the way they were probably meant to be played and not how I've been playing them. Which is very shittily. (laughs) So... That's good. It's been very relaxing to be here. I just don't want to get too relaxed because I know there's things I have to do and I'm trying to get them done, but there's only so many hours in a day and it's just, it's little steps, baby steps, a little bit at a time. It'll get there. I'm sure it'll get there. It's just, I'm one of those people that tries to control everything and I know I can't. So I just have to sit and wait this one out. (laughs) But I'm looking forward to Christmas and I'm looking forward to New Year's because I'll be near my family and we're going to do things together, which we haven't done in like a very long time. The last time I think would they move last last June. Yeah. So I hadn't really frequently been around my family since last June. And now I'm closer. I'm two hours away instead of like states away. So that's nice. So it's good. It's better. And then, you know, I'll get to see my grandmother. I'll get to see my great grandfather. It'll be good. I'm very, uh, I'm very excited. I got like so many good opportunities to be near family. 
So actually, you know, I am happy about this decision. I wasn't saying I'm, I'm not saying I wasn't happy in the beginning. What I'm saying is there was a lot of uncertainty to it that I didn't like. And I know that, you know, my family will help me if they can. And it's going to work out the way it's supposed to. That's how everything goes in life. It works out the way it's supposed to or it, it doesn't work out, then it wasn't meant to happen. So I can't force situations. I just have to let them rock. And, you know, silence is always a good thing. And I keep saying it. And I keep trying to keep that in the back of my mind. And, you know. Also, you know, I want to ask a question. What was the purpose of mirrors when working out? Because I was looking at, I do that Apple Fitness Plus shit. And I was looking at my reflection in the TV today. And I was like, who wants to see themselves in a mirror while they're working out, looking all sweaty and gross and shit? Like, who's really doing this? Like, I know dancers do it to check form. But if you're doing aerobics and stuff and you catch your own eye in a mirror, it's like you look like a disgusting monster. Like, that's how you feel. And that's how you look. So I wonder what's going to be for dinner tonight. I cooked last night. I know I switched subjects really fast, but it's, that's another thing on my mind. Like, what is going to happen for dinner? Um, I cooked last night. I made pork chops and rice and beans, and it was delicious. Not that I doubt my cooking skills, but it was so fucking good. I was so excited. And um, I don't know. So I don't know what else I have to talk about, really. Um, I just like the fact that I'm really I'm blessed to be able to be this close to my family is what I'm saying. And I'm lucky to have been taken in the way I have been. And that's the air conditioner if you hear it, by the way. <laughs> I know I apologize for things, but I don't know what you guys hear or don't hear. And I'm, I think I said what number this episode was. I didn't say who I am, though. But we're like 40 minutes in. So <laughs> also, I don't know about that opportunity with the other podcast that's going on. But the host is going live today. And I'm not exactly sure the name, otherwise I would advertise it, but we spoke briefly today, myself and James. We spoke briefly and uh, quickly, and I told him that, you know, it would probably be a shorter episode today because I didn't know, I had no notes, and no notes done. Um, I've spoken with Alicia and Laura so far since I've been down here, Ellie and Brittany, and everybody's been very supportive of my move. I'm going to be having Alicia and Laura store the rest of my shit wherever they can. And uh, everybody's just been great about it. And, you know, I couldn't I couldn't be luckier for the friends that I have. Oh, speaking of friends, the bean hater went to New York. He's so funny. Because let me tell you, I came down here and he was leaving. So he left on Monday and I got here Sunday. I was cracking up because he was like, he text, I texted him in the morning. I think he texted me like four hours later. Oh, no, no, no. He, I texted him, and he was at the airport waiting to get on his flight. And then he texted me like five hours later, and I'm like, dude, it does not take five hours to get to New York from Florida. On a plane, anyway. It takes like two and a half, maybe. <laughs> so he was like, you know, I finally decompressed from everybody because it's so many people and there's so many people trying to talk to me and this and that. And I'm like, well, they haven't seen you in a while. And now you have a baby like from year to year. The thing that's changed is that you have a baby in your life and kudos to you. You traveled with that baby on a plane. So I don't know what his problem is, <laughs> but 
He, he's doing it to visit his family and he wants them to see his daughter and stuff because I don't think his mom travels or his sisters or anything like that. But he said he's bored already because he goes, there's only so many movies you can watch. And I was like, well, what movie did you watch? And he said something. What did he say? Let me look really quick because I have this on my thing. So he goes, I said, how's everything going with you? And he goes, there's only so many movies I can watch. I'm bored of being bored. <laughs> Because that's true, though. You can't really go out and do anything in New York. It's freezing. You have to, like, mask up. You have to mask everybody up. And then you have to figure out where you're going to go. Because I think everything is closed again. Well, in the city it is. But in upstate New York, I think everything was... Eateries and stuff were supposed to close at 10. So they don't really allow anyone in past 9 o'clock. And then I'm sure they rush you with service, which kind of sucks. So I said, what movies are in rotation? And he said, the core... And then he sent like a stupid cross-eyed smiley face. And he goes, someone got to your core, LMAO, 2012, some Netflix Christmas Carol, and 28 Days Later. Dude, like what are you watching? First of all, let me, uh, let me explain to you what the core situation is about. So when I was 15, I lost my virginity to a movie called The Core. And that is that story. <laughs> no, so the big thing about it was that I lost my virginity to a movie where they dig from the Earth's crust all the way to the center of the Earth. Now, if you wanted to be a real pervert about it, you would know where I'm going with this, which is basically someone took all the licks to the center of the Tootsie Pop. (laughs) Oh, what a stupid ass commercial that was, too. They take one too many licks to the center of the Tootsie Pop. Anyway, so I lost my virginity to my first love in high school. And that's the one who just fucking got engaged, by the way. So, you know, leaving all that misery behind in New York. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that's the joke. That's the long-running joke is that I lost my virginity to a movie about penetrating the Earth's core. And sometimes my nickname was Core. C-O-R. So it just made it worse. And it makes it worse that he knows that that's what my nickname was. So I said, yes, I lost my virginity to that movie. And he goes, I never forgot. And I was like, thanks, ew, LOL. And he goes, anytime, best joke ever. And I'm like, you jerk. Like, it's not a joke. It was my virginity. It happened, oh well. But like, to the movie it happened to wasn't probably great, but oh well. So I think this is where I'm going to stop because I have a lot of things to do today still. And it's two o'clock. And I kind of want to get them done soon rather than later. Um, I love you guys. And I wanted to say I thank you. And I wish you a Merry Christmas or a Happy Holiday, whatever you're more comfortable with. And I'll be back next week probably for longer than 45 minutes. So any chance that you guys would subscribe, rate, and review would be highly appreciated. And like I said, I love you guys. And I thank you for listening week to week. And again, hope you have a happy holiday. I will definitely be back next week and it's going to be some New Year's shit. Maybe I'll have a guest on. Who knows? See how people feel. But I know my, I know Chris wants to get in on an episode and I said, that's fine, but I don't want politics on here because that's what he's very sturdy about. And I don't really care for that shit on here, but I love you guys. And I hope that you're having a cuckoo day whenever you're listening to this. Thank you guys. Bye. Love you. Love you.